Looking for a particular part? Then look no further. Rush Truck Center's All Makes Parts catalog features more than 16,000 of the most popular All Makes Parts from the top suppliers in the industry and with the quality brands you know and trust. And at 164 full-color pages, this is their biggest catalog to date. Our friends at Rush Truck Centers have great deals for you all year long. Check out their monthly parts and service specials in-store and online. And when you're ready to order, shop online with Parts Connect at RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Hello, people of the world. I am Rebecca Nichols. Welcome to my podcast show, Finding Nirvana. For me, personally, Finding Nirvana was more about unlearning and becoming who I was destined to be. It's about releasing the shackles and stepping into uncertainty, but with surety that everything is going to plan. The divine plan. It's about releasing fear and vibing high with love. It's about living your truth and being really fucking unapologetic, babe. It's about forgiveness, deep connection, mindfulness, meditation, and hacking your own health and well-being. This is your life, your journey. And on this show, I'm here to support you through sharing and shedding some light. I'm here to empower you to be the highest version of yourself. So stay tuned, subscribe, and tell your friends, because we are going on a journey. And it is a journey, guys, and I'm super excited to be here today on the podcast show with the lovely Gail Love Shock. So tell me more about the name, because for starters, like, is that your real name? Or, like, did you just... In- <laughs> Did you, um, you know, just figure, I'm just, that'd be cool if you, like, you were born with that name. Wow. Or is it just kind of like a pseudo stage alter ego? <laughs> 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 We've it's all probably, got one. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, um, it's probably a combination of all of those. Um, so my married name is Shock. Yeah. And for years and years and years, um, people have always called me G-Love. So for as long as I can remember. And then um, basically at some point, and I can't remember when this was, I read an article about how um, women of faith in Victorian times often had love in their surname. Mm. And it just, and I thought, well, for 1899, so could I. And so um, basically added love by default to double barrel it. So that then I took, I took what I do think is my God given name, because I think, uh, I think that's what everybody has called me anyway. And so that is, um, yeah, that's how you've that's always how bought the love Gail brings yeah. the love love it <laughs> well I love it I've kind of think um well actually I've just recently purchased a d- domain which you might realize is Rebecca Nichols dot love and there's yes. not many dot loves out there in terms no. of domain names um but maybe we could we could just start a trend there then you know we're trendsetters you know and I yeah. might, might change my name I might be Rebecca, <laughs> Lady Rebecca you know love Nichols oh, why not yeah yeah Totally. I totally love that. And it's, it's interesting um, with the name as well, because obviously we'll, we'll talk more about this, but my prefix yes. is about change from Mrs. to Reverend. And mm. so, you know, that's a very interesting thing in a time around labels and, you know, kind of how yeah. we identify ourselves, et cetera, as well. Yep. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a big topic for a lot of people in terms of, um, you know, gender identification yes. or, or friends or how we like to be addressed but to to also move from missus to reverend is you know has been a conversation that I've had with my husband that I've had with myself you know that I've had with God so yeah it's a it's a really interesting time yeah so how does it feel for you then like uh, have um wanting to be called a reverend what's that all about for you not for anyone else yeah well so I am um, 20th of July this year, 2019, I'll be ordained as an interfaith minister and have the opportunity to take the title Reverend, which I am denied about for ages and ages because I just, I was, you know, in terms of what does it mean, what's underneath it. But 
for me, the purpose of life is to live in reverence. You know, for mm. me, I'm all about reverence. I'm all about devotion. I am all about love with a capital L. Love is mm. the, the you know, love is the god of my understanding, essentially. Yeah. So, you know, my job is to be a presence of love and compassion, um, but also minus um any spiritual fuckery essentially <laughs> which is <laughs> which you know mean which is eventually you know I what I want to avoid piousness and um the wounded healer and holding wisdom hostage at all costs mm. oh so many important things that you've just mm-hmm. said there all in like just that little bit of space that we could probably really even dig more into that <laughs> like you know where how far do we want to go yeah, talk to me about yeah. the wounded healer though because mm. I don't know I've always felt my journey has always been like so much wounds right and mm-hmm. so much trauma and I felt that actually I was just stuck in such a victim consciousness and when you're at that space that's all you see yourself as and then it's really hard to powerfully create from there so sometimes I think I didn't have to be that wounded or continue to be so wounded for so long mm-hmm. and I didn't have to be a martyr to love mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. gosh yeah there's such a lot of there's such a lot of honesty in that as well and I, I think that for me is there's a lot of interpretations of the wounded healer and it really depends where you're you're reading it from not to make it sound like an academic exercise but mm-hmm. because modern spirituality which I count of in the, in the last decade is essentially like a potluck dinner where you've just got every flavor and every continent coming together and then you know so you might mix some Jungian psychology with some shamanism with a dose of witchcraft and a pop of Catholicism (laughs) and then and then you actually might wonder why you're not feeling so good about all of that and why the wounds might still be in place and and for me it comes down to that you know there's an inquiry essentially who are who am I and I'll you know I'll bring it back to the eye but you know who am I without my wounds you know is it is it okay for me to be um to be healed but to to recognize the experience that I had however Mm. not to not to have any um um I'm going to use the word activation as opposed to trigger because trigger for me is physiotherapy and sports language okay it's not necessarily um spiritual language although it has been brought to like really interesting no it's Mm -hmm. good to hear that yeah yeah you know and it's and again for me this has been part of my journey especially the last couple of years training as an interfaith minister is really to understand where is the language coming from that I'm using why am I using it is it mine to use Mm. you know what you know what what is it that I really want to say and so powerful in itself isn't it like really going into in a a, a dialogue that you should have those that silence that where you're Mm -hmm. really making those inquiries and that's is this really of me yeah Mm. like do I really feel that way is this something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm this is who am I really is it but you know take everybody else out of the equation Mm. as well I mean it's hard to isn't it because we only exist with other people (laughs) yes otherwise we don't really have who are we without other people in our lives and other relations right it's just like how far do you go with that as well like yeah it's such an opportunity for us to see ourselves otherwise we don't really get to see ourselves unless we are doing those that deep connection stuff with other people Mm, absolutely and and you know the that that part of it's interesting isn't it um you know it's like am i am i here without other people and if I'm not then what is this all about you know Mm. so it's that and then also if from you know from A Course in Miracles Mm. um you know from from the book of The Course in Miracles you know the point of view that we bring love to everything and everyone is a a reflection of me yeah then you know it's It's, if if anything is missing yeah, yeah, you know, if anything is missing, then the thing that is missing is me. Missing me, yeah, in you. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. That, it's a beautiful thing when we really see that in all our relationships. And mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not like point going outward and knowing, well, that's something wrong with them. And, you know, it's. it's oh, I, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Honestly. <laughs> I'm no, I'm like, <laughs> very human in that respect. No. No, no, no. It's you. It's not me. <laughs> I, I, I came up with a confrontation with someone the other day. And mind you, you know, I don't touch Jack Daniels. This is the reason why I don't touch alcohol a lot of the time, especially mm-hmm. whiskey. Whiskey does something to me that I don't. It's my shadow coming really, really to the to the mm. forefront and for me to actually have an opportunity to see it it's like they're not called spirits for nothing yeah, so when you... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's true you know I, I engage with these spirits and, and I, I think they show an opportunity for me to see something in me that maybe I wouldn't have seen you know it's come to the surface mm-hmm. and it was like a point where like we were both like really opinionated and like, mm-hmm. no, well, I'm right. And it was a mm-hmm. vegan and she was having a go at me because I used to be vegan, but I'm not vegan anymore. <laughs> but it was kind of like, kind of, well, you're this. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have your opinion. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, most people are vegan. They don't go back. And I was like, yeah, well, I went back. And hey, what? Well, guess what? I still love myself for, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And it was like I was standing strong in the fact that, you know, I haven't done anything wrong. I'm allowed to change my mind. I'm allowed to change, grow, evolve. I'm allowed to go in any direction, but it's like, no, you know, you must stick to your word and you must always be the person you have always been and you must mm-hmm. always do what you're supposed to do. So how do you even deal with that? At one point you just have to go, I see you and mm-hmm. I see who you are and I see what you believe and I'm not going to like take that away from you because that's a strong belief. I also want to stand strong in my beliefs and that's, that's really separating us, I think, more than anything. It's this whole wrong right. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And it, and it, that, to me, comes down to, you know, the meditation or the inquiry. Would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? Yeah. You know, and for me, yeah. I, I would rather be happy. And so, at that, so at <laughs> that, you know, at that point, I'm like, great. You know, your passion is phenomenal and, and amazing. And I'm really glad it's working out. But you, yeah. you kind of when when we're on, when passion takes us out of grace and then into attack and it's yeah. my my way is only the right way. Like love yeah. is just love is knocking on the door being like, hey, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. You know, you've forgotten about me. You've forgotten about compassion. You've forgotten about, yeah. you know, patience. You've forgotten about acceptance. And remember that this is, you know, this person in front of you is another version of you. And and therefore, you know, again, what's missing in this situation? What's missing is me because I've catapulted myself out of my body and I'm having, you know, an aggressive or passionate interaction. Yeah. And I know when I'm really out from far from away from grace and far away from confession, and I know I need to reel myself in sometimes, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm going mm. to back, I'm gonna back down. I'm not going to mm. say anything or I'm going to walk mm. away or I'm going to shut my mouth. Mm. And mm. I'm going to do better. I know better. I can mm. do it. Yeah. 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 But, you know, we're all, we're, like I said, passion, we're allowed to be passionate and we're allowed oh to be gosh, opinionated yeah. and we're allowed to have all these, that's okay you know absolutely and I think that's the thing when it comes to is um when it comes to is really being able to drop into what I might think of as wisdom or to stay in a peacefulness or to you know to really be an ally for change does mean sometimes being able just to basically there's a saying we have in Scotland which is hodger wished and it basically <laughs> means ferme la bouche like shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> So there are there are totally times, um, you know, when um, when when that's appropriate, you know, when it's okay that actually oh. silence is more powerful, and it's and it's okay. And again, do I want to be right or do I want to be happy? Do I want to hammer somebody? And and for me, that's also been such a part of my journey as a as a coach, as a mentor, as a yeah. as a as a healer, and then yeah. into Mine too. In, uh, okay. you know, it's just. You just got to respond to what's in the room at the time. Mm. Yeah, you know, and I think even us being who we are and what we do, like we're still, we're not perfect. Um, I know that, yes, I, I could definitely do things better or, um, you know, I re- overreacted or reacted in a way I shouldn't. Yeah, we bring mm-hmm. the compassion to ourselves in that in that situation, don't we? We go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah okay I thought uh, I'm gonna learn I'm yeah. gonna do better yeah. yeah yeah totally and it's you know it's 
I mean, for me as well, with a lot of the clients that I work with, whether that's one to one in groups, at, you know, at, at gigs or or whatever the environment like might be for some people, you know, to even to even like ourselves, never mind bring compassion to the inquiry is just such a peculiar concept. It just doesn't it doesn't land. It doesn't make any sense. And it's not necessarily something that can be taught either. You know, it's very, it's very much about the capacity to, you know, again, as we were talking about, to just be with ourselves and be in that yes. place where we're curious about what it will feel like to be a hundred percent me. What is that? Mm, what yeah. That like, what does that look I, like? I think we know, though. You know, we really know when we're off, we're off from where 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 mm-hmm. we grow feels at home. Mm-hmm. You can say, mm-hmm. you know, where you find just that inner peace is there or, you know, really how to get back there. And, and I think sometimes, obviously, in the wrong relationships with the wrong people who don't, you know, really appreciate us or see us or, you know, want to change us. And then we feel like we have to to be accepted or, mm-hmm. again, fit, fit in when we should be fitting out, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's it's I've fallen you know far from that space of being this is me mm-hmm. um and then I had to find my way back mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and now it's like yes I remember like mm-hmm. I can be me unapologetically which is I feel like um that we're always apologizing for who we are <laughs> a lot of the time Mm, yeah I I think that's interesting I think that's a really modern concept because I think I think for me that the apologizing is like the other side of the coin which is like the kind of fingers up to the other person you know like the kind of there's the fuck you and then there's the other side of the coin which is oh god I'm so sorry (laughs) and so we've kind of got caught in that peculiar or what I noticed thematically with a lot of um you know kind of what I'm seeing in the world is there's a sense of I apologize but actually no fuck you I don't have to apologize for being me (laughs) and like and both of those things actually just reek of discomfort Mm. you know they're both about somebody kind of feeling uncomfortable whereas whereas the real kind of like yeah I'm totally here like so you know kind of um this this is me then Mm. actually then that coin isn't isn't necessarily isn't necessarily needed like I think about a lot of people across social media and things that are happening in the you know and it's just it's pain disguised as courage um Mm. and actually that you know it's all right it's also all right to be in pain it's also all right to not know who I am today it's also all right to wake up and think shit have I got to do this again (laughs) you know and to just really feel into again, like where am I in myself? Am I even in my body? Do I even mm. know what this question means? Am I in my head? Has my is yeah. my head ruling the roost? Have I, where is my yeah. heart? You know, do I even trust myself? Do I do I like wow. myself? You know, it's yeah. um. There's mm. this sense then, you know, from the point of view of old mystical teachings, um, you know, that we are part, we're all part of this oneness. And so yeah. if if you're outside of the oneness, then I'm I'm sorry to say that means so am I, you know. Mm. And if but if you're in the oneness, then so am I, essentially. Mm. We do this, you know, and this is what I think we mean by when we talk about we do this together. Mm. But interestingly, I think even within um I'm going to use a really hackneyed term, but sort of Mm. spiritual entrepreneurship. Mm. I think there's a real sense of individuality. What's your niche? Where are you niching down? What's happening over here? What's your Mm. hashtag? Mm -hmm. Whereas actually, um, really, if you're really, how is it helping everybody? How is it helping us to be more in our heart? How is it helping heart to brain coherence? You know, Mm -hmm. how is it, how is it helping us stay awake? Yeah. That's what we really need to get into. Let's talk about that though, because I think it's still, you know, it's a term that we're familiar with. It's Mm -hmm. still, we're getting that word out into the world, aren't we, about Mm -hmm. sort of the signals that are going from the heart to the brain and Mm-hmm. We're finding out more and more about how important those signals are. Like we always thought the brain was the master, you know. Yeah, yeah, Actually, yeah. No, it's it's been proven that there are definitely more nerves and more fibers and whatever connections going up. 
mm. which means that you know in our heart is where we we should stay most of the time that's where we want to be aiming to be mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and it's funny because I've got lots of affirmations and lots of things that I listen to around the heart. And there was one that always stuck with me and it was an affirmation. It was lots of different affirmations, but at the end of it, it said, always keep your energy in your heart. Mm. And that's always stuck with me. Yeah. No matter what happens, if I'm having a moment and I feel like my energy, or if I'm getting really hot, I did, or I'm getting angry or I'm reacting or I'm really just not responding at all. Mm-hmm. A funny twisted feeling in my gut mm-hmm. that um where I don't feel I could share oh that's a bit much oh am I too am I being too vulnerable um am I appearing like this can I say that mm-hmm. and then you know you just really listen and then you go well, okay what is my heart saying now you know mm-hmm. what, can I open up this space mm-hmm. and just really say what's my what's on my heart Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we look dealing with the gut, the message is going up from the gut to the heart. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like it's so connected. And the other day I was I'm always finding out these little things about what tips to do and how to open up that whole area in the heart and the chest. And they were saying something like, Oh, if you sort of roll your shoulders so forward, you know, when you kind of shrug a lot, that actually energetically psychology it's all like kind of saying that you're very much hiding your emotions Mm -hmm. like it's too much for you to be exposed Mm -hmm. if you like you know if your chest is like up and puffed you a little bit you know that shows Mm -hmm. I'm proud of who I am and I'm proud of my scars and I'm proud of my pain I'm like I'm proud of it all the whole thing and you're not so scared to share that with the world Mm -hmm, it doesn't mm -hmm. seem a scary thing anymore because you know that actually getting all that stuff out of there and Mm. that tension that heart you know if you look at the front and the back of the heart the chest area that's all the heart chakra right Mm -hmm, you've got mm -hmm. pain in your back and your upper back that's tension that's stuff that you're not releasing you know Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. things that you feel like you're scared to say Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. like I think the heart coherence is like I've got to be like really feeling safe to express all that's going on in here Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and, and and I want to feel good okay maybe I don't feel good right now but I want to feel good how do I do that you know we need this support from other mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to get yeah. to that space like you know you know I know we we might not be able to get there on our own mm-hmm. it could be like a really scary like thing to just mm-hmm. be also like exposed to the world <laughs> mm. well it's in gosh there's a there's a lot in there and I, mm. and I think one of, one of the first things just to say is I, I completely agree with, with what you're saying and also I do think that um biology and body type can play into where we are in our bodies so for example for me mm. I've always had quite big boobs and so my mm. body language at certain points has been to essentially to curl forward because I, I don't a want the shape them. of um, that's, um, the femininity. Is it like yeah, oh, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Or I just don't want attention that would come mm. from having a great cleavage or any of these sorts of things. So, so um, equally, you know, the amount of time that we spend now, um, I mean, osteoporosis and you know, um, arthritis and spinal. Um, challenges are going to you know kind of become more and more so because of the amount of time that our heads are bent forward we're on a laptop we're on a handheld device we're on a tablet we're on a phone so there's also there is physical tension from physical environment as well you know and so again when we're when we're in whole person health and we're thinking about absolutely that living from the heart. These things are really important. You know, what's my mm. posture doing? How am I sitting? Where mm. am I working? You know, I always think it's hilarious, everybody. And I do it myself as well, and I have done. But, you know, you end up working from bed with a laptop. And actually, it's the worst thing you could do for your spine. And if we want to be vibrant and delicious well into our into our elder years, then we've got to sort some of this human shit out as well, mm. basically. Yeah. You know? So, so important that we're not spiritual and not in the physical we're not too up in our heads like we neglect the lower chakras because I find that happens to a lot of really spiritual people as well yes Uh, yeah yeah. don't worry about that I mean we can't live off thin air we can't just (laughs) we've got to nourish our bodies we've got to read the right 
we're yeah. going to take breaks, you know, we're going to sit yes. down. We've got yes. a busy, well, a busy example, I suppose, for other people and looking at us thinking, well, if you're a spiritual leader and you're a bit broken, <laughs> not broken, but you're yeah. like burnt out or Absolutely. You're giving so much, you know, mm. to people mm. and you're like, take, take, I yeah. guess. And that's who you are. That's not, shouldn't be stopped. I'm saying that it's kind of mm-hmm. like I learned with the heart chakra to give to me first. Yes. And then, and then to yeah. help others, right? And that's totally it. And that brings us that sort of circles us in a way, you know, a kind of infinity symbols as to the, the, the concept um, of the wounded healer, this idea that mm. to be in service, I have to give and, but I can't receive. And actually for me, it's, it's so much about receiving. It's so much yeah. about being supported. It's like, I am very in command of myself when I'm paying attention to myself. I'm very in command when I'm in prayer and mm. when I'm in conversation with God, I have have shown up for this purpose so god better fucking show up as well (laughs) you know i'm not i'm not um i'm not dicking around about becoming you know a forthright reverend who is absolutely here to to bring more love to the world to bin the bullshit to cut through the charges to discharge the activation that's in the system you know this is a really really important time for us in terms of of how we're living yeah some exciting times i think and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of you know the stuff going on on the planet we can't ignore like you know some real horrible stuff um yeah and i guess that's always existed maybe we just we just haven't been so exposed to it you know Mm. um (laughs) yeah but i also feel there's this you know this rise in consciousness there's this way more um awareness mm. of sort of this work and the importance of this work like you know alternative care even like mm. school has kind of got a bit of a like oh, you know pseudoscience kind of like not really serious and you know can't be proven <laughs> a lot of mm. the things but now because we you know and I know there's actually proving now a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff mm-hmm. that the spiritual community probably known forever. <laughs> we yeah. create our own reality. It's as yeah. simple as that. <laughs> yeah. You know, your thoughts yeah, yeah. and your feelings, all these things are really, really, really important mm-hmm. and actually mm-hmm. be the forefront of your health more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm actually studying at the moment to become a, a health coach mm-hmm. um, to complement my work in sort of the energy field I wanted to learn more about nutrition, you know, and other things that would help my clients become whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something interesting because as part of the program, we have primary food and secondary food. And the primary food is actually the stuff that's not on our plate. So career, relationships, physical activity and, and a spiritual practice. So they're like, the, they're like the, the four main primary foods that we get. Mm-hmm. I should be getting clients to focus on throughout my work. Interesting. And it's like, you know, when these areas are like doing really well, actually, you know, we do tend to like nourish our bodies and and rest and whatever. We find that we're not compensating in different areas. Like there's just way more balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, you know, we're actually able to digest our food and, get all the nutrients from our food because we're in a happy place. So imagine not being in a good place and the serotonin in our gut's not quite there and Mm da-da-da-da. Actually, we can't break down that food. So it's causing us problems in our body because our body's not getting the nutrients. Even though we're eating the good, healthy food, emotionally, we're just not there. We're not present even, like, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you're doing that. And I think (laughs) as well, you know, kind of what you're talking about there in in terms of, of us being, you know, if we're truly awake and truly conscious, then, then, you know, we are learning new languages and we are doing the labor, you know, for, you know, myself as well, in terms of part of ministry, because I love what you're talking about, sort of essentially what we're eating, what we're, you know, how we're nourishing ourselves. If I, you know, for me, I've had to really look inside myself to find that privilege, to find my white privilege, to find my prejudice, to find the racism, which, you know, um, unconsciously exists in me, you know, to find a place of every room that I walk into, why does it look like me instead of it looking like the world? 
you know, or basic, you know, who's missing from the rooms where, you know, if I'm truly creating a safe space, a safe place, and I am in service to everybody, then I have to be really honest and really truthful about where, you know, my gaps are ultimately. And so, yeah. you know, even from a, from a place of nutrition and, um, and access to, you know, what you're offering, what I'm offering, it's also just really important for me that there is really, you know, kind of honest levels of access to, to all of that as well in terms of both, you know, kind of mission and and purpose. And, and yeah. that for me is back to this command energy. You know, again, what language am I using? What have I misappropriated? What do I t need to take responsibility for? Um, you know, is it possible for the world to work with me in the way that I think is possible? Or am I seeing that through the lens you know that I was that I was brought up with so I think you know also as part of mission ministry and that heart to brain coherence it's mm. for me it's also a big part of you know taking some of that war language out that we can often use so you know I've got to put my head above a parapet or maybe I need mm. to be a tall poppy or what if I um even what if I stick out has a um can have a psychological effect on our psychological safety but actually if our, we are you know nourishing ourselves as you say taking responsibility if my heart is full and I'm living from the heart and what does that really mean it means me not putting myself in a place of risk because actually mm. I'm not going to be as powerful there mm. you know but actually yeah. if I can if my heart if my you know and we call them the three centers so the head the heart the hara the the could yeah. be the gut could be the womb yeah, much no. more likely to be the, yeah. the womb for, for, yeah. for those that identify as women yeah. um you know and there's this sense but it's why of, we birth the creation isn't it when you yes. think about that space I think yes and that exists in all of us that yes where we are birthing creation and women just happen to birth Mm, you know yeah, um, and being yeah but that's yeah. what I mean it's a birthing place it's definitely a birthing creative mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um space so that could happen that could be in any being yeah and that's just mm -hmm. where we need to nour nourish ourselves at the root yes so that we can birth mm. and that we're we know that we're fully expressed in that that space mm. and we can't fully express if we're not if we're undernourished yeah, absolutely. And and again, this is a, I love this, you know, that we're, when we're grounded and rooted and earth and planted, when we're yeah. nourished at every level and we and I know what that means from you and you know what that means for you, because it's going to be different. You know, it's going to be different. And um, then my heart is full and then I, you know, I feel safe and, and really you know, so much of my work, although it is absolutely about love and it's absolutely about the awakenings or the many awakenings my personally my awakenings of I think I feel like they come every fortnight just to check sure and you know just to make sure I'm still awake but you know there's just the idea as well that um that again yeah when I'm coming from this place I'm less likely to be knocked off balance and if I am knocked off yeah. balance I'm going to be able to get back much more quickly yeah. and, and you know the root of my work is really about psychological safety I, I you know because of what that's I that's the most you know, important thing though yes. I just like you you know you know that I know that and it, yeah it, um nothing changes up in our physical until we change it in our mind mm -hmm. and and even in the emotional side it's just that's where, where I think we we have most of our strength mm. and and everything just manifests on the physical plane no matter what it is so if you're in your mind having enough of the get get up and go spirit like I'm gonna do that 5k run or yeah. whatever yeah <laughs> but you know yeah. you know it starts up here and even if you're doing the run you know like 2k yeah. 3k and you want to give up yeah what's what's pushing you so I think yeah I like the whole concept of grit and virtue mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. We need to have that masculine energy. We mm. can't not be, can't get nothing done. We, we all know where there's times where we literally have to come on social media or whatever and go, yeah. right, fuck it, I've got to, I've got work to do out here. Serious yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. be effing around on social media. I know, for I me, it's like, I can't look at any more tiny houses, Scottish properties <laughs> or wolves. You know, that's how I spend my time <laughs> on social media. I know, and I, I have my days where I'm literally addicted to pin interest, right? Yes. Um, and it's so nice to be able to be yes in that space where you're kind of using your third eye to visualize and create something more and get inspiration but there's also time like okay you have enough inspiration get cracking create something um 
that's just you you know it's not anyone else's it's just you but it, it's always great that we've got so much inspiration but I always find that there's so that blockages in the in the solar plexus mm-hmm. where we we have all these amazing ideas and we know we can create a being and then we go oh procrastination hits us like <laughs> ah yeah and that you know yeah totally and maybe it's the right thing maybe it's the wrong thing to create at that point or maybe we've missed it you know I've had many an idea and haven't pulled it into materialism you know I haven't pulled it into the material and then it's just it's done it's it just needs to be released and let go and moved on from there's there's just you know otherwise I'm literally dragging I don't know like I, I often think about it like the forgotten ideas are a bit like lost luggage at some international airport. <laughs> I can't, I don't want to carry all that around with me. You know, no. I want to feel free and be able to adapt and be flexible and be fleet of foot and, and move and, um, you know, just be more vibrant and stronger and fuller. And again, yeah. for me, like walking my talk is really important. So if people look at me and they're seeing love and they feel like there's a glow of vitality and health, then I'm, I'm taking my shit seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's what, what, that's why people work with me and that's why people come to events and that's why people yeah. come on retreats. You know, it's like, yeah. we are, we are magnetic yeah. for a reason. And my source is love and my source is God. So, you know, I, mm. I use everything I've got in the tank and then I go to bed and then I, I recharge and I get up and I do it again. Yeah. No, and it's, um, it's just, it's, I've burnt myself out, Gail. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I love sharing these stories because mm-hmm. I want people to, at this level of, of what you're doing here in the world, and you're playing it big and you know, you know, you're really aligned with, with mm-hmm. who you are and what you're here to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can get, we can easily get caught up in that. Like I'm a Vata mind, so a very mm-hmm. creative mm-hmm. mind. And if I don't reel myself in, if I don't turn the phone off, if I don't have mm-hmm. some sort of structure, like I definitely got to write 300 words this week, it's got to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't do all these things, no matter how, and then even in alignment I am, it's like, you know, I have to keep that, that moving mm. and then I have to then I have to look and think okay I've pushed a bit too far I need to mm-hmm. retreat mm-hmm. I need to get in receiving mode now mm-hmm. you know I need to yeah. feel great I need to feel yeah. grace and ease again I haven't yeah. because there's like so I have one day of each week the seven days the seven chakras it's not difficult for me to stay in a space where I know I'm always working on something different every day so sure. today happens to be solar plexus day so I'm like I'm going to do all the stuff that I really mm-hmm. don't want to do, or at least I'm going to start because it's mm-hmm. like getting that midweek energy um, kind of like, oh, checking over the to-do list. What's what's checking in with myself always? Okay, what's feeling good? What do I need to drop? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who am I doing mm-hmm. this for? Where's the accountability? You know, and it's like if you can't hold yourself accountable... <laughs> <laughs> mm. and we and some of us can't really it's a struggle <laughs> who's going to be there to hold you accountable yeah absolutely and, and sure it, that you're showing up yeah and and also because that's a skill and a talent that has to be developed you know we're not we're not born we're born looking to mum and dad aren't we for that yeah you know for that encouragement and then we go all through the education system essentially of wanting everything to be okay and to have that check-in um particularly you know I'm, I'm talking about this from a, a very sort of European yeah. and um you know send our kids to school pretty early and then you know and then move from from that place but yeah to to be again that's that really to be self-assured is a really really powerful place yeah. to come from you know, it and is I- and that's a that's a that's a thickly uh creative sacral chakra wound chakra statement like mm. i get people to really look at that mm-hmm. in that space and you know and there's some inner child stuff that needs to be done mm-hmm. okay if you don't feel assured and because so you know not all of us have had you know the the we're not going to, you know, the parents that we maybe thought we, we should have, or maybe we haven't had the encouragement. Maybe there was something else going on. My story is definitely, you know, a lot going on in my childhood where I didn't, as long as I wasn't capable, right? Um, mm. I loved writing. I had so many different skills, very into the arts, very in tune with my spirituality, even from a young age. Mm. Um, knew I had some gifts, knew, couldn't quite pinpoint it and also quite scared to talk to people about it as well because you know 
I would get dismissed and a lot. It's still I still get dismissed a lot by a lot of people because it's very woo what I do, you know, mm-hmm. ultimately. Um, energy work, you know, healing, mm-hmm. you know. It's like what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like Jesus, but I'm mm-hmm. Jesus, really. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear probably a way lot more than he did. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Somebody said to me recently somebody said to me recently, how how was I gonna handle not being able to swear once I was ordained? And I was I was literally <laughs> like, What the fuck are what you talking the- about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny! Yeah, yeah. And every every spiritual teacher I come across, they all swear, so I feel really mm. good about myself. <laughs> well, well, we know that all words have power, you know. So it's yeah. just it's just the it's the context, isn't it, of how we mm. use them? And and I love what you're saying there about the solar plexus and the, you know, that for me that self assurance is a little bit more interesting. And I, I, I don't mean that in an unkind way, but mm. other than. The, confidence conversation or the self-esteem conversation because I I you know through years of working with thousands of people I would absolutely say self-assurance faith in myself trust in myself you know the me as the inner authority I don't use the word but I will absolutely use the word authority um you know I know what I've experienced through the lens of me and that's what's really important I've also you know, I'm coming out of, with the ministry training, I'm coming out of another two years um, of therapy and of counselling. So there is like, there is no rock that has been left unturned at this point. And I'm really good. You know, I'm really good. I'm really healthy. I'm very happy. I'm in command of myself. Uh, you know, one of the things, interestingly, that I am really working on is nutrition. Because I think, good. I think life starts in the kitchen. Yeah, you oh, know. I love that. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and for me to be able to do what I believe God is asking me to do, if I'm not eating enough or feeding myself right, I'm not going to be able to stand in the rooms. And again, it's easy for us to have this conversation because it's really, you know, we're we're woven, you know, from the same threads. But again, for example, if... um, if the Metropolitan Police got in touch and said, Gail, we've had some, you know, we've had a, we've had a team of um, ex-human traffickers just to hand themselves into us and they've asked for spiritual counselling and we don't know what to do about it, but we've heard on the grapevine that you might be able to help us negotiate a way through this. You know, can I go into that room and have that conversation? You know, God willing, yes. If I get a phone call from... Um, you know, a prison in America, which perhaps has death row inmates. Um, and they say, you know, look, you know, so one of the inmates has actually requested you, you know, before before their life completion. Can I go and have that conversation with compassion and forgiveness? I hope so. Mm. You know, it's so it's these are, you know, um, you know, can I have a conversation about misappropriation, you know, with a, a community that represent the world, but they don't look like the world that I grew that I grew up in? You know, mm. yes, I hope so. And I'll get things wrong and I'll learn and I'll become a better reverend as a result of it. But I mm. I absolutely don't know everything. But what I do know is that I have to look after me. Mm. I have to put me first or I look after me. I put me first. I command myself. I command my relationship with with spirit, with love, with a capital yeah. L, you know, and that self-assurance is is powerful. And I do that from from a place of I don't always know what my assignment is, but that's what I ask in the morning. You know, again, A Course in Miracles, what would you have me do today? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? Mm, You know, so I get small gales, small G out of the way so that (laughs) G can take over, you know, and Mm. it's like I'm I'm God's co-pilot. It is not the other way around. I love that. You know, and you know, yeah. and that for me is, um, you know, one of the pieces of research I'm even doing at the moment, which is amazing because I'm writing, um, I'm writing a book of prayers, um, yeah. is 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 you know, kind of working very much with Sufi, um, you know, kind of poetry, but also work working very much with Islamic angels okay. and, and of Islam you know or angels of of um that derive from faiths in Hong Kong or angels that essentially are out are not outside of Christianity but again it's just it's very very easy to keep everything sort of with them 
angels with blonde curly hair mm. cherub-like faces whereas actually there are some extraordinary prayers and angels that mm. surround us and again not to from a place of misappropriation but from a place of education from a place mm. of labor so that again if something in my local community calls me forward because that's that's really where it begins first it begins mm. on our steps it begins with our neighbors I believe so yeah. yeah yeah you know then that's where we can move from and that it and start, then, yeah it starts with you your family your intermediate yes. family when you expand mm-hmm. beyond that I think. Mm-hmm. yeah when, when we can't save the world without starting with us and you know and yeah. <laughs> our media you know space mm-hmm. it's yeah it's community is a big thing for healing isn't it I mean it really does make all the difference mm. I hear some amazing stories of people that not necessarily found the right diet but they just found the right community the right support mm-hmm. and people come and sit with them at their healing table mm-hmm. you know and I think um it's important that we we have the right people sitting at our table that are going to nourish Absolutely. us. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, in I every always, way possible. Yeah, you know? yeah. I always say I'd rather have empty seats than bullshit at the table. <laughs> you know, always. And and it's absolutely that. You know, you're the kind of inner sanctum of me, of you, of of who you are. It's you know, people pleasing. It you know, it's we've we've got to be brave about yeah. you know. Um, about recognizing that people pleasing is, you know, like for example, is just one of the wonderful modalities that can keep us safe. And then, as you're mm. talking about, as energy becomes balanced, as as nutrition, yeah. you know, and that, and and I always keep it very simple, actually, you know, basically, am I eating right? Am I sleeping enough? Am I drinking yeah, enough? Am it's I super moving? simple. Am I getting outside? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's literally the symbol. Like, how would you look after a dog? You'd make sure it was fed, yes. the water. <laughs> All right, how do I look after yeah. myself? Okay, am I fed? Yeah. Am I watered? Yes. <laughs> literally, yeah. am I, you know, getting a shower? Yeah. You know, all these things that, you know, you just think, oh, we take for granted. But, um, you know, like, I know I have to stand under, like, a 10-minute hot shower every day, at least 10 minutes, because... Mm. The only time in the shower that maybe no kids, sometimes no kids, like unless one of them is like in there, my daughter like pulling at the curtain today. Come on, come out, no. But you know that's my my little sanctuary for ten minutes, and I I started getting into doing cold showers, and just like maybe like one or two minutes, and I built up to doing like five minute cold showers. Mm-hmm. And I do the breath work in the shower when I'm just freezing cold. You know, just then you have to do the breath work because you can't. But something about it sort of sort of like balances out your autonomic mm-hmm. nervous system, and it's kind of good for, you know, keeping you calm. And I don't know, but I've read a lot, and everyone says mm-hmm. it's good. So I'm like, I'm gonna do it. You mm-hmm. know, it's like eating broccoli. You mm-hmm. might, yeah, maybe you know, it's there's things that might taste nicer than broccoli, but you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. ultimately these things have to be done, and then we find out where there's resistance. Like, why am I resisting doing all this stuff that's good for me? What's that about? (laughs) You know, I know I should be doing it. Why not? And so, like, my role is digging a little bit deeper into Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. as a being and then, like, hoping, like, I'm, I, synchronicity is a funny thing. So you start attracting all these people into your life that you're going to work with clients and you go, oh, yeah, no, that's, kind of like reminds me of myself here mm-hmm. you know and so you're coaching but you're also getting coached because you're like writing down note to self must mm-hmm. drink more water a hundred percent yeah yeah and it's or interesting. or yes must practice forgiveness or yeah. must bring yeah. must ring my mum yeah yeah totally and it, yeah. W- one of the great things about training um as an interfaith minister has been also in amongst the uh, everything that you know the deep dive and the and, and uncovering more more of me more of my connection and the therapy but it's also been that um I have to have supervision so if I am activated or or you know if something comes up for me that's in a session with a client I have somewhere that I can take that to now whereas there's that's very really good yeah there's so few coaches mentors um spiritual teachers people in the UK in particular who are taking responsibility for that side and it's really dangerous 
you know everybody needs a supervisor everybody even a supervisor you know and it, it is a it's a weird thing you're like well where where does it stop ultimately but you know yeah if, but if yeah no saying, if you're if if it's the whole kind of like accountability um yeah, responsibility totally. um you know and it's a, it's a huge i feel like okay i don't want to be the, i'm not this huge responsibility for anyone's life okay that's the whole point and teaching people the importance of responsibility mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I have to have the importance of my own emotions and yes how to process that and mm -hmm. take that and and result yeah and yeah you it you're it just comes in I like the word activation now I'm going to start using that oh, now. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what is she talking about activation but yes you're right we hear the word triggered thrown around a lot of places um seems to be the new word at the moment <laughs> well again it's just where trigger for me is absolutely there's a physical pain point that come you know that essentially comes from body work you know you touch mm. it and there's an ouch related to it so we've taken that you know and and kind of colloquialized it into essentially it becoming a word that's used to describe what happens when we meet a charge in ourselves an emotional mm. charge related to the perception of a memory that has come into the front of our minds when we're having yeah. a conversation, witnessing something. And so yeah. it's much deeper than a trigger. It mm. is so much trigger just does not do the opportunity any justice. Whereas what I'm interested in is finding those charges and discharging them and getting them the fuck out of your system and your life for good. Mm. And so you think it's completely possible not to... Because, you know, what if something, you are going to be surrounded by something, it's going to remind you of something that happened and that, that was a traumatic event, okay? Is, you're going to get to some point where you can still hear that information and not be res respond, react, yes. whatever. Yes, yes that's yes. what's there'll the be, point. Yeah, there'll be yeah. no charge. It will be discharged. It doesn't live in the cells. You know, we're the, we're the only species not to shake after trauma. We're the only species to inhale and hold everything in. We're the only species to, you know, maintain this kind of crippling sort of folding in on ourselves that happens when we haven't because we haven't been taught early on how to discharge or you know decompress yeah really yeah which is why things like shaking therapy is so important it's why legitimate breath work is so important when you're working with teachers who do not allow tetany you know who allow the breath to continue to flow you know in the way that it's supposed to so that the body isn't being activated or charged up even more it's why it's really important you know to to understand who you're spending your time with ultimately and what it's mm. doing but for me personally i 100% believe that everything can be discharged so oh, absolutely as you're saying that so I still have the memory because the brain will always remember, but I'm not reacting to it in a detrimental way to me or to the journey that I've been on or the work yeah. that I've done or, you know, the, the, the investment that I have made into discharging, you know, or yeah. essentially moving them through. So when we, when we talk about healing as well, again, healing is, you know, it's become slightly bastardized because what do we mean by that? Yes. You know, yes. it's, Whereas actually, if you're truly, truly, are you, you know, like, am I? So for me, my question is, you know, am I truly committed to being the best possible version of Gail Love Shock that I can be today in this day, feeling the way that I feel in the way that I feel with the tools that I have to hand? Yes, I am. Am I using those tools? Let me be honest. It's going to be a yes or a no. Yeah. And if I'm not using them, why do I want to linger in this pain? Why am I keeping myself from glory? Why am I keeping myself from deliciousness? Why am I keeping keeping myself from pleasure why am I keeping my why am I holding myself wisdom love hostage okay let me look at that yeah and it could be a number of things and it could be yeah. you know so many things that you've accumulated over the years I mean look um I've got a whole book about my life that's what I'm saying you know mm -hmm. still, and, and, and I know that there's people out there who and you know I'm not saying my trauma was way more important than you know it's like we've all got some level of Oh my gosh, yeah. experience. Mm. Yeah. Excuse well, that, me. That, but it's like, 
it's that's that's how I think we're more in common, right? But, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, how often do we stay in that victim consciousness? How how you know I've seen people just you know forever spew their life story over and over and over again. Oh, but well, this happened and that mm. happened, and mm. then you know I don't go into that because I'm like, mm. okay, we've all got stuff. Mm. So what's mattering is really what is taking away from your now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like you know you said the, the joy, and joy is our natural state. We yes. forgot that joy is our natural 100%, state. One hundred percent. Yeah, we're completely um, born for joy. Yeah. 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 And we're wired, wired for success and and, and yes. like born rich and abundance is already out as all these things. So the trauma really does limit us from yeah. just uh, yeah really fulfilling a, a true mm. a true potential and. Um, stepping to greatness and being greatness you know it's yeah. in itself yeah uh, absolutely and and also I would you know for me I'm also I'm not interested in the word victim but I am yeah. interested in the words like lost consciousness or disconnection or mm. outside of the oneness or pain or yeah. fear or again I think you know for me it's really important to get under the etymology of language and why why we're using the words that we're using it's I'm, so powerful I'm and yet yeah, completely I think right. it's um it's really lovely that you are sharing those words and um, mm. it will get us all to really think more carefully about what we're picking up on, mm-hmm. you know, media, even spirituality, you know, spiritual communities mm. where in the world, you know, what's woke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's so much, isn't there? Um, yeah. And you said it's, we're all on this journey and it's all very different. So Yeah, absolutely. You know, healing and uh, I say health and happiness that's completely different in two different people right yeah completely how, how and, you, <laughs> yeah and again what's that? that what is whole person health for you and you might not know that you know whole person health for me includes um you know a number you know of elements which are which are completely made for the blueprint of of my soul in this body in in this lifetime um you know I personally I don't really know what woke means it doesn't mean anything it's been taken from again from it's you know it's a it's another set of um you know of language and of and of intel that's been taken from somewhere else but actually if you're interested in living on purpose and you're interested in living in purpose, then that's a conversation I want to have with you. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's just beautiful. And let's just wrap up on that. Actually. Mm-hmm. Let's just dig a bit more into purpose. I think people come to me all the time and it seems to be such a, oh, I don't know what my purpose is. Well, <laughs> yeah. is that, you yeah. know, and yeah. they're coming to me and I'm like, I don't really know what to do here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As <laughs> so we dig a little bit deeper into who we are as creative beings, right? And yeah. I think our purpose can change. I think we can change a lot. I mean, we're always changing and evolving what, what works for you now, what feels good for you now, might not feel good for you in a, in five years. Sure. Years. sure, yeah. You know? What worked for me five years ago doesn't work for me now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's for me because I'm tuning, constantly tuning into the desires of my heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm also playing it bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I, I, five years ago, that girl was settling for this, this, this. She wasn't really having those. Yeah. Well, even even two and a bit years ago, I wasn't planning on training to become a minister, you know. So it's... It it can you know it can happen it can happen really quickly you know so two and a two and a half years ago I had no idea that I was going to become a minister and then when the opportunity when somebody asked me the question about what was next and I said interfaith ministry everybody in the room was surprised and it included me and then you know a few days later there I was beginning beginning you know that transition and so for me, when we talk about purpose, and I've said this for years, my belief around purpose is that our purpose is to be the fullest expression of ourselves, however that shows up, however mm. that shows up. 
I also really believe that when I'm living on purpose, so I'm getting up, I'm doing what needs to be done, I'm connecting into myself, I'm binning the bullshit, I'm taking care of myself, I'm nourishing myself, I'm consciously making decisions, I'm I'm tuning into what feels good, what doesn't feel so good, I'm topping up that birthright of joy, that's my purpose. That's yeah. my purpose. It doesn't come with a job title. It doesn't come for me personally. It doesn't come with a job title. It doesn't come with a label. Um, you know, success is. You know, did I show up as a hundred percent Gail today? Yeah. Those are the things that are really, really important. And then, you know, God, love, the universe is absolutely looking after me. Um, mm. you know, because this is also um, this is my job. My job is to live on purpose, and when I'm living in purpose, then I'm I get to be a reverend. Are you kidding me? Mm, <laughs> it's yeah. like I, you, you know, it's like I'm no. sorry. I signed up for a job to actually come to Earth and become Reverend Love Shock. Um, ding, 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 jackpot. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And you didn't have to really far search, you know, far and wide to to find yourself. Um, you know, that's, that's the easy stuff <laughs> I find, oh. you know, um, it's fitting in out there. That is, Ooh, I'm losing you. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Hello. Girl, do we still have you? Hello. Hello. We still happy, girl? I think it's. Okay, guys, we're going to try and get Gail back. Gail, are you there? Hello, I've got you. I've Ooh, got you. I was like, hey, guys, we're going to try and get Gail back. Oh, so, okay, it happens. Sorry, apologies. Oh, no. We are, um, we're dealing with, we're dealing with technology and anything goes, and we're in Mercury retrograde. Let's just blame Mercury. <laughs> it's Mercury's fault. <laughs> oh, so funny. Are you still there, Gail? Oh, no, she's gone again. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, this is typical. What happened to what happened to happen to me? Hello, are you still there? I don't know if you can hear I can me. hear you. Yes, okay. I can I can I can. Okay, okay, well as long as you can hear no, me, I, I can hear you. That's all good. It's just sorry you, about that. You keep coming and going, so I don't know oh. I don't know for why at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> oh well look well let's wrap up anyway like it's just so been lovely to talk no, to you um oh, hang on sorry say that again <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say well let's just wrap up anyway That's... it's just we've been here for like an hour chatting away we could definitely take we could definitely easily be chatting here for another no, hour I, I definitely would love to get you back and to explore a little bit more especially you know as we we're ongoing on this journey and there's so many new discoveries and you know just I think how far we've come even when I first started sort of doing the energy work um can you hear me <laughs> I can if you can hear I can only hear every every other word oh okay it just keeps it just keeps disappearing for some reason from um well, we take that as a sign. Yeah, if universe is saying, "Well, you've got enough immaterial there," and it, you two, you two, just be quiet now. No, and then, um... <laughs> it's really strange. It's when I when I speak, it, it the connection is coming back in, but then when you speak, it's disappearing. Oh, yep, and there it goes. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so annoying okay well can you um I don't know if you can um type into the chat box or anything for a little second I don't know yeah. if you want a wrap up or a yeah let's wrap up let's just yeah let's try and um wrap this up and uh, we'll just finish um... I don't know if you want from it I sorry I can't I didn't hear any any of that um but okay. I just <laughs> okay I, I'm typing now <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, wrap. Let's let's wrap up. 
So yeah, so that's what I'm writing. Um, fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I said, uh, final words from the Reverend. We're going to wrap up, but final words from the Reverend. <laughs> Got you. Okay. So um, I think my my sort of parting gift would just be to say that, yeah, when we live in purpose, or, you know, when, we, when we're living on purpose, sorry, when we're living on purpose, then we're living in purpose. So I'm not taking any, you know, I'm not taking anything for granted. I'm not taking advantage of people. I'm not being unconscious. I am conscious. I am, my eyes are open to everything that is the human experience, the joy, the pain, the success, whatever that means for each of us, the, the learning how to really master the blueprint of each and every individual part of us, which is just such a gift. And I just feel profoundly, as a friend of mine says, you know, I want to feel every day when someone asks me how I am, my reply is blessed and highly favoured. And that's mm. the energy that I want to bring into the world so that people know you you can access that as well. My job as a as a reverend, you know, my purpose is to is to dissolve these barriers to faith, to grace, to joy, to love, so that the whole person health is 100 percent taken care of and that the tools are within each of us to be able to live an absolute glory, bountiful, filled life that's absolutely full of purpose, full of joy, full of heart to brain coherence and just commands just the most bombastic celebration on a daily basis. Even if that is I managed, you know, I had a shower and the kids didn't want to get in with me. That's that's the celebration. And it's, uh -huh. it's all welcome. Mm, OK. Oh, thank you so much, girl. It's been a pleasure having you here. And um, we'll speak again soon. <laughs> thank you. Bye now. Okay, I will see. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. It doesn't matter how big or small your business is. If you're a plumber, roofer, electrician, or remodeler, your business earns back when you spend, gets exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help drive your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Valid through 12-31-22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only.